Hey everybody, it's Tiny Brian here in the off-season, the afterlands, after season two. Hope you guys enjoyed that season. I sh Victor and I sure enjoyed making it for you. And uh, But of course now Victor's chair is empty because he's never around for the off-season. Mostly not. Which is fine. He's, uh, we will hear from him in just a minute because we do have our first bit of extended off-season content. Um, as you guys know, we... Uh, we generally can only give you a little slice of the interviews that we actually record because they are, uh, you know, we record for 30, 45 minutes as you hear. And, but we, you know, in the episode, we got a lot of things to do. So, and, you know, we don't want it to be a two hour episode. So we edit out, you know, some good bits and we put those in there and we, we enjoy them. Uh, so, but now that we're in the off season, we have a little bit more time. We will go ahead and give you these full interviews so you can hear everything we talk about. And I think they're lovely. Um, we have we always have a good time talking to our guests. Uh, there's some interesting Kentucky folks. So I hope you enjoy them too. So we're going to do several of these this off season. Uh, some other weird stuff coming up in the off offseason. Um, I do like the off season because it gives us a chance to just throw some other things at you, kind of see what you like. Uh, we're going to do some more of that this off-season, so stand by for that. But today, we're going to start with our full interview with the Cat Daddies. So we, we had, uh, this was the, kind of one of the first times we had a full band in here after we got the the full um, blanket fort kind of built. We got all the stuff put in here, and and it was, uh, so then we, we kind of had to, to move things around immediately. Fortunately, we're... we're Pretty flexible, generally. We're, we're set up for four, but we were able to get about, uh, I guess, six or seven of us in here for that. Because uh, we had the full band and me and Victor, so, you know, it was a lot. Uh, but we had a great time with them. This originally aired in an episode of our podcast. Believe it or not, I think it was episode six. It's the very first one that, uh, that actually had a title. It's when we were all kind of snowed in, and I can't find my own show, folks. Isn't that weird? This is the magic happening. I'm not going to edit this out because this is the uh, this is the off season and weird things happen. So yeah, that was back from Feb the week of February 16th. Uh, snowed in with the cat daddies is the title. You can hear, uh, and so we'll go ahead and give you that full interview. We we hope you enjoy it. We sure did. And uh, we'll give you a little bit of music from the Cat Daddies at the end. So here it is. Cat Daddies, me, Victor, Bluegrass Homefront. We'll see you soon. Have a good day. All right, that's it. You got everybody turned on right, Brian? Yeah, should be. Okay, let me, uh, let's go around the corn and uh, do a little sound check here. Everybody can kind of squeeze in on their mics real good. And we'll start with Cody here. Hey, hey. Yep. Sounds good. Cool. Check. One, two. Test one, two. All right. So let's go ahead and have you kind of yeah, eat up on that microphone. If you want to go get a stand that's not like connected to the table, I noticed y'all had another one out there. You can do that or just make sure you're kind of in on it. Oh, I guess the only one on the table is on. Yeah, like yeah. I say, that's just, that's the only other stand I had. We borrowed that one. If you want to go get one of yours, you can. Uh, yeah, I can't get 
get close to that? Yeah, yeah. you can just do it. Yeah. That's just, fine, too. Just yeah. lean into it. Me and Joe ain't going to talk much anyway. Well, <laughs> I want to give everybody a chance here. Okay, let me, uh, oops, I'll just drop. Oh, well, hey, it's only my notes. We don't need that <laughs> stuff, do we? Me and my phone. Dang, we were supposed to bring be, notes. That might be beneficial. <laughs> no, that's just me. That's just me. Don't Victor, and I'm sorry, what was your name again? I'm, I'm Tony Bryan, or Brian, whatever. Brian? Brian. Yeah, Brian. He goes by Tony Bryan on our podcast. So. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so what I need to, before we get started here, uh, just to, what we'll do here is we'll talk for 20, 30 minutes. We'll kind of have a little conversation. And then once we're, once we're done with that, then we'll break, and then we'll talk about music, okay? Yeah. Uh, so for my lawyers to feel nice, let's go around the horn, and I need everybody to give me your, your full names, please. Go ahead. Cody Lee Meese. Full name is in? Just first and last name. First and last Yeah, I don't need, all, I don't need your nicknames and middle okay. names. It's fine. Tony Armstrong. Joseph Dobbs. Dale Palmer. Okay, and everybody, do I have your permission to use your uh, this audio for my podcast? Yes. yes. Excellent. Yeah. All right. All right, so uh, let's talk just a little bit. I know you guys did Red Barn Radio, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, how many albums have, have you guys released together? One. Just the one album? Mm -hmm. Well, two, kind of. Like well, an album and an EP yeah, kind of thing? Yeah. We also were backing Cody up on his albums. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah, just uh, one album of the year for the break. and. Uh, yeah, I knew that. We're gonna yeah. talk, we talked about that last week, actually. So. Yep. That was these guys. All right. Okay, they, they're your band on that? Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, excellent. So it's kind of like a Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers situation. Kind of a, the Heartbreakers are a band, and Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers are a band. I don't know. I'm I just wouldn't call us Heartbreakers, though. <laughs> Speak well, yourself, the, pal. the Heartbreakers is really high praise. <laughs> well, okay. I've got my ring to it. I'm married now. I'm just kidding. Yeah, so are you. All right. So uh, let's see. Any other notable things we would talk about biography before we get started that I can bring up during the interview itself? Like any other big, like I know Red Barn, I think, I love Red Barn Radio, so I was pretty excited to get to talk to a Red Barn alum. <laughs> that guy, he was, he asked some good questions. I can't remember what they were, yeah. but it was a good <laughs> Yeah, he was a good interviewer. Yeah, I'm looking, I, I'm oh. probably not going to be as good as him, so we will, oh, but we'll oh. do what we can. Who was when we play at the uh, Austin City Saloon? Who, what, who was oh, that? Oh, that was there? Renee Collins and Warren Cobb. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that, uh, was, that was a production company or something or some organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was Overtones, and that had uh, Overtones. That was that's what I was looking for. Is that like a podcast or a radio show? Or yeah, there it's uh, it's a radio show. They also do like a Facebook uh, live feed, and they also do a recorded video of the songs. Mm -hmm. It's really really cool production. Yeah, that's kind of what we're aspiring to be. But you know, we've been Sweet. at this for seven months now, so we're ah. we're still working on it. Really, just seven months. We start our first episode drops September first. So man, y'all got a lot of buzz going since yeah. then. Well, oh, we're trying. Okay. We're yeah. trying real hard. All right. So I'm gonna in a second. I'm gonna clap my hands so my editor knows where this actually starts, and then I'm gonna speak in a slightly brighter tone of voice for the radio. We are pleased to be joined at this time and in live and in person with a bunch of masks and. Uh, with our, the biggest group we've had in this studio since we actually built it here, Victor. It's that's, that's true enough. Had to come in and move a wall and do all kinds of stuff. So uh, you may have heard these guys on uh, Red Barn Radio, and uh, they've also uh, they also did uh, the Overtone the Overtone Radio Show and podcast. You find them on Facebook. So they've been everywhere. They've all, they've released an album and an EP thus far. They're great guys out of uh, the uh, the Somerset area. Mm -hmm. 
Let's please welcome to Bluegrass Homefront at this time the Cat Daddies. Guys, welcome. Hey. Hey, we're happy to have you guys here today. So, uh, we just won a Lexington Music Award. Yeah. Just coming off that. And uh, so I know that must be kind of disappointing that here we are in Plague World, didn't get to have like the ceremony and uh, because that would have been a big deal. I know the Lexington Music Awards is usually a pretty big party, but. Still, still a pretty big honor to uh, get to do that. When you say, yeah, no doubt, and it's nothing that I really seen coming. You know, which I mean, when you're in studio putting together a record, you don't ever think like, oh, this is going to win album of the year. <laughs> you know, you just hope you can put out the best thing you can. And you know, luckily, I had these guys. You know, which we've been together for so long. I mean, oh, introduce yourself, please. Oh, uh, I'm Cody Lee Meese. And you're Tony you're the lead Armstrong? singer, Cody, right? Well, we split no, duties, me and two. Tony. Ah, okay, Tony, and you're over there, and right. Uh, and so you and Tony kind of split duties on the singing. Right. Yeah. We alternate the frontman duties during the show. Well, it's a lot of it's a lot of effort, you know, to 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 be that kind of front guy and, and singing the song. It's hard to be a frontman for four hours. It really yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of how. I mean, just look what it does to Bruce Springsteen. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, and I, and you know, you say nobody in the studio ever says this is going to be song of the year, and some people probably do, but I bet those songs are never song of the years. <laughs> <laughs> the ones who were in there thinking, this is going to be song of the year. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we just had fun with it, really. And I kind of had to butt heads a little bit with the engineer on the record because he wanted to bring in session guys and do this and that. And I told him, I said, you know, I don't think that's the way to go. Um, I said, I really believe that these guys, that, because these guys on all those songs, I mean, they were written by me, but these guys really helped shape a lot of those songs mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. the time of, you know, since their birth. And uh, it really didn't make any sense to have somebody on the record that, didn't help form those songs. Well, since we're talking about it, let's kind of go around the horn. We've met we met you, Cody, and we met you, Tony, and you are? I'm uh, Joe Dobbs, the bass player. All um, right. They're the front guys. We're the back guys. Right. Um, <laughs> and, uh, okay, so Joe's our bass player, and you are? I'm Dale Palmer. I'm the drummer. Joe says we. I don't, I don't know about that. He says, I don't, they're not the front guys. I'm the center of the stage sitting at the drums. That's right. <laughs> Just all the way in the back yeah, against guys, the back wall. So uh, I, I bring these guys with me to put on a show. We're his guitar players. Yeah, they, oh, right. yeah. We're honored that he has this player. They're, they're the it, so so you're right. saying you guys are a great percussion band and you, got, you have a nice, uh, some nice singers yeah. and guitarists <laughs> yeah. that go along with it. That makes more sense. How long uh, you guys been playing together? Ooh, wow. Um, you know, this uh, kind of started when uh, a friend of ours down in Somerset died, and there was a celebration of life for him. His name was J.R. Shrove. There's mm-hmm. almost no good Kentucky story that doesn't start with someone dying, it seems <laughs> uh, like. <yeah. laughs> so I went down to this celebration of life that uh, was being held at a... a establishment in Somerset and uh, I ran into Joe who had been a student of mine when I was teaching down at the college there mm-hmm. um, and we just started we had we had worked on a, a few things when I first got here to, to Kentucky back in um, 86 80 yeah 86 and uh, so he came over and, and we used to get together once or twice a week at my house and just jam, just him and myself. And then one by one, these two guys came along and it turned into a band. Um, so I when did you guys start jamming? Pardon? How long ago were, are we talking here? Well, I'm trying to think. When did J.R. die? Was that 
2013. So, so the last eight or nine years. Yeah, last seven, eight years. Jeez, something that's like been that. a long time. It really began about five and a half, six years ago when they chose yeah, their yeah. fourth drummer, which is Dale Palmer. That's when the band was really created. <laughs> <laughs> you can really, there that, that, that were proto versions, yeah. but Dale, then yeah, they, they finally got yeah, there. The great yeah, thing is Dale. different runs, there were some different musicians yeah. they had to get rid of. Dale just brings so much <laughs> modesty and humility uh, yeah, to Yeah, I can tell. So, Dale, do you let any other microphones be turned on when they're on the stage, or is it's it just you? It's always on me. I don't know about the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually Dale Palmer and the Cat Daddy. Right? Oh, no, I see. That made, now I'm starting to see it. Yeah, it's, see. So who come up with the name Cat Daddies? Uh, I think Tony did. Yeah, that was uh, back when I was in high school a couple of years ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was sort of uh, among a tight group of friends. That was just a casual greeting whenever we would encounter each other in the hall. You know, how you doing, Cat Daddy? Okay. Uh, that makes that, sense. That sounds like something we would have done. It back, really does, yeah. yeah. Well, also at the inception, like when we, we finally kind of formed as a band and we're looking for a name, at the time we all owned cats. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So it was also. So you were all, all cat daddies. Yeah. I, just, I still do. I, still yeah. I, I don't have a cat anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry, Cody. I feel like a poser now. <laughs> you sold out. Is what I it did. Is, really. well, well, you know, I'm, corporate America, man. I'm pretty so sure somebody's. I'm yeah. pretty sure somebody's got a kitten for you. Yeah, yeah somebody's always <laughs> going to a cat. I was going to say, there's always kittens being born. I like they're receiving calls already. Look yeah. At that. Uh, yeah, my email is filling up, actually. I don't even know how they found out. So you guys formed and really kind of got serious when, when you actually decided to find a serious drummer uh, yeah. few, like five years ago. And uh, I, I know you guys are there in Somerset. Somerset, I have a weird relationship with Somerset. Somerset is a place. Everyone does. I've been to Somerset like three times, and two of them was completely by accident. Like, I, I, I was in college, you know, and you know when you're in college how you sometimes just wind up wandering in the backcountry roads in your car just driving around? I was trying to get back to a college more than once and got lost and then found myself, oh, this is a moderately sized town in the middle of mm -hmm. absolutely nowhere. Where, why is this here? What? And then I, you know, houseboats. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the lake. The old lake. They have, they have a big old flea market my parents like. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And their alder stoplights have numbers. I do love numbered stoplights. Yeah. That is, I wish, I think that should be a law. We should make all, all cities should number their stoplights. Yeah, stop and lights. I lived there for 29 years, and I can't tell you which number is which. Yeah. I can't <laughs> tell you where any of them are. <laughs> if someone says it's stoplight 20, I'm like, yeah, sure, okay. Okay. I, I assume that's between 19 and 21. I'll find yeah. it. Somewhere around there, yeah. <laughs> Getting back to your comment, you know, uh -huh. I moved here to take a job teaching down at Somerset Community College, and when I got here, I was just passing through, so... I know how you feel. But. Yeah, and then yeah, Kentucky will get a hold on you. You know, as it a, does that, man. Are you? Are you? Are, is everybody else natives, or did y'all come here from other places? Yeah, I was, too? I was born in Somerset and raised in Eubank, which is just right up the road. Ah, mm -hmm. the big town. Oh yeah, one stoplight, the post office, uh, water company. I think that's it. We had yeah. The, that's bigger than my town. Yeah, <laughs> my, my my town was not a town. My town was a hauler, and uh, if you right. drove two miles out of the hauler. There was one flashing light, and it only flashed yellow. So, <laughs> little bitty place. Yeah. So, uh, that's the kind of places we go play. Yeah, those like those are the, hey, I'm a fan of those places. I think I've been there. Yeah, I've played some of those out <laughs> west, too, yeah. 
So where have you guys? Let's talk about where you've performed and where where kind of you've you've done this, taken this band. Uh, as a group, um, geez, I don't know. We played in the lake once. We took yeah, it we, out. Yeah, mostly we've just been playing it's, around. It's mostly just around Somerset. Yeah, Sounds yeah, Somerset, Lexington, Richmond, a little bit. Yeah. We, uh, you know, when uh, Overtones wanted Cody to promote his uh, EP, then we came up here and and did a a set at. Uh, Austin City Saloon, which mm-hmm. is a great place. Too, oh yeah, man. Yeah. Seems like Lexington is uh, is warming to the Cat Daddies, though. You did, uh, as we talked about, you did just win a Lexington Music Award. So, yeah. Yeah. so that, uh, that's more of a solo EP. Yeah, uh, sort. Of, it's it's in like a weird spot. We we've always kind of been like that though. Um, with the EP, I mean, it's all songs that we've played together as a band at shows. Oh, okay. Um, but when I, I decided that I wanted to try to go and Pursue a solo career thanks to my wife. I mean, she's the one that's really always pushed me. You know, I, like I took a couple lead guitar gigs last year playing for some other folks. I got hired out, and uh, and every time I would take one of those jobs, she would just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. like you need to be doing your own stuff. And I was like, yeah, but this affords me to be a little lazier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? But this right. is easier, honey. Yeah. There's no pressure. I'm just the guitar guy. I'll be back in time for the game. So. <laughs> yeah. So, but still, yeah, you know, so when I decided to put out a solo album, like I said, it just, it made sense to just do that album with the guys that have always been there. I mean, these guys have been there for me through moments when literally everybody else threw me away. I mean, I've been down some pretty rough roads, you know, luckily it's been years since, but uh, yeah, man, it it just, it's always made sense to have these guys along, you know? You kids at home can't see, but most of the cat daddies are aged except for Cody Lee. And that's, he's, he's really rambunctious and ready to get out there, and he's going to go out to other states and stuff, and we're not so sure that we can follow him around. Anywhere. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's largely the, the thing is that we all want Cody to be able to get out and make a name for himself. You know, we understand that uh, Joe and Dale and I our, our, our sell-by dates are probably expired. Oh, <laughs> let's, let's not be, let's, let's not, not exaggerate. That that's I'm a little much. Shelf. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> I see, we, we watch a lot of live music, too. We go see a lot of other live right. musicians, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you what, the kids love the young people. <laughs> well, yeah, you kids always it. love themselves. It's like, oh, yeah. look. At yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I've seen a few old guy shows in my day, you know, between Kiss and... You know, even Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, those yeah. are all older guys. Oh, yeah, you know, right. Right. Oh, and I've seen them, and we do, too. We put on a heck of a show. We get, for all crowds, all ages, we, oh, we yeah. see them getting into it. When we're playing, we're, that's right. our environment. I know yeah. I'm ready for a live show just to see one. I've, oh yeah, I've, yeah. That's that's the thing we we, we mm-hmm. find ourselves asking all the musicians is how has Plague World sort of in, impacted you guys? Did you have like a tour that got canceled or? Oh, we had a great summer that was lost. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, we, had a, we had like the best summer ever just taken away, ripped right out from under us. Montana. Uh, Missouri. Yeah, I mean I can't really complain a whole lot. I mean I was really. You know, the universe or the God of your choosing, however you, you know, want to look at it, was really blessed me with to be able to still gig last year. I mean, I did, uh, getting hired up to play guitar, I did uh, a tour to Missouri, uh, one to North Carolina, and then on my solo acoustic stuff, I did a tour back to Missouri and into Oklahoma. So, I mean, it was pretty good to me. I mean, I still I got to stay busy and got to, you know, pay the bills at least a little bit because... You know, these guys, you know, they all work, but I'm, you know, I've been full-time music for a couple of years now. 
So really, if I hadn't had those few runs, uh, I don't know, man. I've, I've had to watch a lot of great songwriters and performers, and I'm sure you guys have too, mm-hmm. that because of last year and the way it hit, that just had to hang it up you know, and, and go back to work. And it, mm-hmm. it's, it's heartbreaking, man. It really is because these are people that for years have built up so much of their brand and themselves and writing these beautiful songs and then to see them have to just turn away from it man it's rough and but i was really blessed to, to be able to keep pursuing a dream you know i gotta tell you I'm, I, I i definitely feel that and i wor- i worry about our creativity and and you know because we don't because so much of that lives in the performance and and having the live places to play and and to perform and so much of that lives there but I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm sort of hopeful that in another year or so we kind of get this cleared up. Probably summer of 22 is just going to be the biggest. Like the the we're going to have some roaring 20s. Are you guys yeah. kind of hopeful for that? I am. I know people are itching for it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm certainly itching to get back out. And yeah. play well, and it seems like every artist we talk to has also been writing an album and mm-hmm. and kind of been prepping. And so I think we're going to have this kind of glut of material yeah, that all the performers are building up and there. it's just yeah. going to go and it's just going to go everywhere and i'm looking forward to it i'm ready <laughs> yeah which we just put out the cat daddy's album and we're getting ready to do uh, another one soon yeah we've got well the song that i sent you last was our our first song the perpetual motion the song i, I like that yeah we yeah. played that just recently on the show so mm-hmm. when we we liked that one a lot mm-hmm. well thank you yeah, you guys got a got a kind of a cool. We're we're discussing if it was more like rock or more Ooh, country in a way, and more like <laughs> you know what do, what are you guys shooting for on that? What kind of what's, what would you say your style well, of music is? Uh, my songwriting process is um, generally I, that song came. My antenna just happened to be up when it hit. Okay, you know, it was just it was out there in the ether, and I just happened to have my antenna up and the universe picked me to, to send it to um, when I heard it in my head I actually heard the band with Levon Helm singing it and it was it had this uh, sort of hillbilly kind of instrumentation it was accordion and mandolin and mm-hmm. acoustic guitar and washed so kind of a rockabilly kind of rockabilly uh, bluegrass really kind of thing rockabilly so much as just just a, a kind of a hillbilly kind of a thing, you know. Mm. Um, but then the longer it rolled around in my head, the more I, I started hearing the steel guitar, and, and uh, I moved it to this guitar that I use for the Rolling Stones, which is five strings, open G. And I really liked the way the chords sounded on that. Um, so it turned into an electric song. Hmm. Um, so, Tony, do you do most of the songwriting? No. Uh, in fact, I don't do near as much songwriting as Cody because, you know, I'm not really, I don't anticipate. It would be nice, say, at, at my age to maybe be able to sell songs to somebody else. Oh, sure, yeah. But, you know, I don't, I'm not anticipating my big break, you know, right. at this stage of life. <laughs> so, um Cody, how often, how many songs have you written? How much, how much songwriting do you do? Uh, I've as far as how many I've wrote in total, I don't know because for me, I'm super, super critical of myself. Mm. So if I write a song and I don't feel like this is worthy of maybe being bought or you know, this is, 
I don't really want to say a hit, but worthy of being heard. What I'll allow myself to let go of is is super tough. But right now I'm sitting on, as far as what I think are worthy tunes, about 30. Hmm. So this year I'm looking to probably put out, on the solo side of things, two, probably two seven-song EPs. Um, I might do like a four and then a ten. I'm really not sure. I mean, I've got a, a, a pretty decent catalog to choose from as far as dropping a couple albums this year. And if we're not going to be able to play live so much as we wish, it would also be nice to go ahead and just drop some music. Yeah, because just get if, the catalog out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. because if people can't go to shows, at least they can still at home hear new music. You know. Oh, sure, yeah. That's part of what we like to think the service of this show is, is to Absolutely. help people find. That's why we put so much music, try to put so much music into every episode, is because mm-hmm. we think that's an important thing. And that especially we think that Kentucky has a lot to offer. Yeah, oh yeah. And there's a... Anybody got any interesting Kentucky stories? Like, uh, Jeez, a few. Yeah, anybody oh, got any? We, we love to collect weird things that happen in Kentucky. Anything around Somerset? We can actually talk about them. Yeah, that's a well, you can change the names. <laughs> you can change the names to protect the guilty. That's allowed. But Oh, goodness. Uh, wow, talk about being on the spot. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I... Yeah, I mean, I've known Kentucky my whole life. I don't know. Well, just, you know, weird <laughs> things happen in Kentucky is fine. How about that basketball season this year? That's oh, my. Wow. That's weird. That's that is, totally weird. that's weird, yeah, to be it, sure. It is bizarre world for oh sure. Oh, my gosh. I've came close to dying a bunch. <laughs> is that related to basketball or is that just in general? No, another sport, I guess you'd call it, but uh, <laughs> it's during some rougher times. I don't think I'm at liberty to talk a, too much about that. <laughs> yeah, let's, well, I mean, if yeah. you're living sort of the classic performer lifestyle, you know, we, we can anticipate a few of the things yeah. there. Yeah, it was a, no pun intended, it was a rocky road for a while. Yeah. <laughs> So you you all have mentioned are y'all are is everybody UK fans? I noticed we got one UK oh, shirt on. I don't know if the rest of them are all not like me. Well, I'm a member of the 101, the committee 101. <laughs> oh wow! I'm, I'm huge. Yeah, being from Texas, I'm really a football guy. Mm-hmm. Well, Kentucky is finally starting to give but you something that'll entertain say. you. Uh, uh, Stoops has has managed to start bringing that football program around, so I get very excited about the the football team. I have uh, sort of just by osmosis, I guess, become a fan of the basketball program. It's hard to live in but, certainly yeah. Eastern It's hard Kentucky. to avoid it, yeah. Well, it was two or three years ago when the football program beat Florida, and that was such a huge <sighs> win for them. We were playing down at a, we were at Jamestown playing on oh, the dock yeah. down on, down there on the water. It was a beautiful night because I mean uh, the crowd they had the TVs up and everybody well, sure. watching that football game. We're playing music and we got such big applause and cheers. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. Right in the middle of a song, man, this crowd was just yeah, like, done with the song. Like, boy, they love this. <laughs> that was a great first That's verse. Wait to hear the second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty great. Yeah, I don't really personally get into sports much. The only sport I really pay any attention to is drag racing. I mean, that's about it for me. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm a, oh, I'm a car junkie, man, big time. <laughs> I've, I've got octane running through the veins. I'm a big car guy. So muscle cars, sports car, what kind of? Uh, more classic muscle cars. I've got a 1972 Grand Prix back home. Okay. I'm pretty fond of. Oh, that sounds like a, the perfect fodder for an album cover. Yeah, that's been talked about, and it may happen. I mean, you do, you are, and I, I I I know podcasting is a famously visual medium, and you did dress for the uh, dress for the occasion. I, and this I have is to, every single day. 
Really? Yeah, so if this I walk isn't... out of the house, this is it. I don't leave the house without anything. Oh, see, see, I wish I could commit to a look. I, I just, uh, this is, you know, uh, I, for me, it's a different thing every day. But it's, uh, be- it's become just, I'm a super expressive person. Like, sure. in all ways, uh, whether it's what I'm driving or what I'm wearing or how I'm talking, I always like to express as much of myself as possible. So, I mean, everything that I wear, you know, for me, it's just, it's kind of who I am and it's how I feel most comfortable. You know, if I was to be walking around in tennis shoes and shorts, I'd, I would just feel so unwelcome in my own skin. Like, this is just kind of what I've become. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Well, hey, I like it. And yeah. I, I like the hat. Tell us, st- you've got kind of a leather hat with some feathers. Yeah, and um, Oh, yeah. and there's a flower on there, too. I didn't even notice the flower. Yeah. Well, that's actually my boutonniere for my wedding. Me and my wife got married back in October. Oh, congratulations. And, uh, and then this feather I found behind Jarfly. In Somerset, which Jarfly Brewing, if you're ever in Somerset and you like good craft beer, go to Jarfly. Friggin' stop by. Yeah, go by on a Wednesday night. Wear a mask, be cool, but the open mics there are super dope. Um, yeah, most all this stuff I've just found. I found the band at an antique mall for two bucks. I mean, it's just everything I have, it's either sentimental or it's things I've just pieced together along the way. Excellent. So, uh, any plans for what's coming up in the springtime or summer? I know things are kind of limited thanks to Plague World, but uh, any any confirmed gigs you can talk about? I know you guys have been doing some playing. We have, uh, we have a gig on the 20th at Richmond Beer House. Mm-hmm. Of February? Mm-hmm. Well, of this February. should be out before then, so yeah. yeah. Richmond Beer House? Uh-huh. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and, uh, a gig in June. Dude, that's a private party. Private party. We yeah. can't advertise that and let people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Listen, audience, if you can figure out where they show. are, just crash the party. I, it's I a total those. rock yeah, move. Yeah, if you're looking for a good private party band, give the cat daddies a call. We, yeah, and we then, love uh, those. That's I've got a, I got a few. I'm probably going to miss some of these, and if I do, I hope no one's going to beat me for it. But uh, I've got a few festival gigs this year, like uh, Festival of the Red over in Red River Gorge, uh, Sweetland of Liberty Fest. Uh, we got a camp out in Missouri in June, uh, Master Musicians Festival in Somerset in July, and I n- know for sure that I'm probably missing a few. Uh, I'm the worst at that. My memory is god awful, so thank God for. I-, I always say that it takes a village, and I'm the idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's really kind of how it is. I'm sure these guys can vouch for yeah, that. He mentioned Master Musicians Festival in Somerset. We were supposed, we were slotted to play that last year. Yep. One of the things that got canceled. One of the things that we lost to go to our hometown, play on the main stage for. Mm. Yeah. Which that's always an excellent yeah. festival. Oh God, yeah. And just being up the there, that's just a, something. Which there's a ton of great musicians in Somerset mm-hmm. and even the surrounding oh, yeah. counties. It's just. Being, being in in the mix of it and then to come out of it and get recognition somewhere else it's an awesome it's, it's an awesome feeling because we had been getting re- recognition to be able to play there we were slotted to play Lexington live for the fourth of July right. mm-hmm. and we lost that due to covid but we're maybe a little they'll consider us again maybe one day to yeah, you guys definitely need to be up, up here playing in Kentucky. Up, up here playing in Kentucky. <laughs> because Somerset is Boone's Land or some other weird place. You guys need to be up here playing in Lexington. And, yeah, and, we definitely uh, like to. Uh, uh, real quick, a couple of, of mentions for Somerset uh, as far as like just, I mean, there's some of the best musicians and songwriters in the state in my mind I'm down impressed. there. I mean, between you got Pearly Jenkins, mm-hmm. John New, Tommy Kate, uh, every one of these guys here, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Dalton. Mm-hmm. 
God, who am I we, missing? We no, played a, a few of those guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm missing. There's, it's just amazing how many there are. It's yeah, insane. I've met and, a lot of really good musicians and songwriters. Daniel Stroud. If you haven't heard any of Daniel's songs, that he please. has that are catchy and the songwriters and some. That's what's because I can't do it. That's why I think that fascinates me even more <laughs> to be around all of these guys that I mean are, I consider way more talented than me. Actually, coming up with the words to mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. make sense. They have a story to tell and. There's just a ton of that around us here. Yeah, in fact, uh, Pearly Jenkins' song, Entirely Possible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That song, I think, may have actually gotten me through 2020. Right like, on. Yeah. I, I think uh, I, I, it's entirely possible everything's going to yeah. be okay. So. Yeah, actually, when uh, when he did his Red Barn, uh, me and Daniel Stroud played behind him. Oh, So that was okay. super cool. Which we I think I remember that now. I think yeah. I remember seeing you in the videos for that. Now, now you've come to bring it up. Yep. All right, so if the for for th- things that are added, you guys are on the social medias, or uh, oh, yeah. you got a website. How can the, well, how can I'm, our listeners find you guys? We don't have our own website. We've got a Facebook page for the Cat Daddy. Uh, yeah, we got a Facebook page. We just look up Cody Lee uh, Mace on YouTube Facebook channel. and look up the Cat Daddies on Facebook. Yeah, yeah I've got a YouTube, Instagram, uh, Facebook. And it's all just Cody Lee Meese, so it's really easy to find. Cody Lee Meese, Cat Daddies, and, and hopefully we'll, we're going to have a great summer with lots of music. So. I hope so. All right, so Cody Lee Meese and the Cat Daddies, everybody, thanks so much for Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks, for, uh, thanks Tony, and uh, thanks, Joe, and thanks, Dale. Thanks, everybody, thank and you guys. Uh, thanks, yeah, for, thank thanks you. for joining us here on Bluegrass Homefront.